Hey, party people, I'm Shama. And I'm Tiffany. And you're listening to Chai Tea Party. We are a podcast that recognizes the underdogs, the brave, the creative, and the slightly off in the Desi community. We may talk about a controversial topic, but in no way are we trying to be disrespectful. The views of Chai Tea Party may not always reflect the views of the guests we interview. We like to create a safe space with all of our guests and our listeners. Enjoy, Enjoy this episode! Today's guest is one of our favorite men. You have heard his music on the show multiple times as we can't get enough of his tunes. We are so glad to finally have him on as a guest. Please welcome Kunal Patel, a.k.a. Kelly! Yeah, uh, I woke up from a nap like five minutes before this, <laughs> so that's like, I don't usually sound so devoid of energy, and I'm trying to pick it back up, but like I, I, I literally just woke up from a nap. Well, so good morning, time. Yeah. We, we uh, this is our second interview today, and we drank an entire oh. pot of chai, and oh, no. so we are like extra wired right now. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Sounds appropriate. So yeah, hopefully we'll good. we'll bring you up a little. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, so I am so excited that we finally get to interview you because we, like we've said a m- million times, either on the show or through posts that we've done, we are like so in awe of the music that you make because it really speaks to us. And, That's uh, so cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, if, if like we even use parts of the songs on purpose because the things that you talk about, and we can get into that a little bit later about your lyrics and stuff because like, they just like really hit home. So, um, talk to us a little bit about, like, your childhood growing up. Like, did you, were you born in the U.S.? Um, were you raised here? What happened with that? Yeah, I, I was born in, I was born in the U.S. Uh, I'm born and raised in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I spent a lot of my life in, um, I won't know, not a lot. I won't say a lot. Like, I'll say, like, half and half in North Jersey and then, you know, the rest of my life in Central Jersey. But then, um, for the most part I kind of bounced around everywhere after that you know like once mm-hmm. high school was done I kind of ended up in Virginia then I ended up in Delaware and then I've come back to New Jersey mm-hmm. so I've kind of been all over the place and um I think I had the childhood that like probably everyone had like like Indian people in general like my parents didn't have a whole lot mm-hmm. uh they were just kind of try. they just came you know they just came over here and they were trying to figure it out with their eight dollars in the toaster mm-hmm. and um and then we prevailed you know, I, I guess we were lucky enough that we prevailed and we've been, you know, my parents have been doing decently since then. Um, and this is me. I'm the black sheep rapper of the family. <laughs> yeah. there, we were reading up about you, um, not to sound totally creepy, but that was really interesting that we, like you had said in one of your bios, it was like that your parents had a toaster and a mattress on the ground. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of your, your, where you come from, like your roots. And yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's like a distinct thing, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and I'm sure that has to shape you in some way, like, as you're, as you're growing up and you see your parents, how, how hard they work. That's true for any immigrant or any person, really. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, like, for some time, you, um, you know, like, I, I don't want to say, like, we're affluent or anything, because that means, that I, to me, that means, like, we, um, we can uh, shape mm-hmm. things around us, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's totally not true. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're 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 much better off than when they got here, and I think that's everybody's goal 
And for a long time, I used to be pretty, I guess I, you know, sometimes you get a little bit embarrassed maybe that like, oh, you come from money or something. And I don't like, you know, and I I definitely want to say like, I don't come from money. We're just like, kind of, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, we're okay. Um, I used to be embarrassed of that, but I, it's like, because, you know, because you want to be a rapper and you're like, oh, I got to make it seem like I you know, oh, dealt drugs mm-hmm. and I shot people and like right. all this sort of <laughs> shit and I was poor and all this. I'm like, no, we struggled just like everybody. Um, and I'm really proud of what my parents were able to do. And that definitely drives me, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't, this music stuff is not promised whatsoever. I, nothing's really promised in life, but right. this music stuff is such a gamble and you can't just sit there and be like, I make music and expect everything to fall into place. Like, you have to bust your ass in order to even get, like, five seconds of, you know, anything. You know, just just this. The fact that you two want to talk to me is, like, that took me ten years of nobody paying attention to me. You know, just for that. You know what I mean? So, like, that I think that that's what influenced me from my parents' journey that like you have to bust your ass you just you really do for like mm-hmm. anything but especially for music yeah mm-hmm. yeah especially like um, for your industry it's very again we talked about this with somebody else recently but it's very romanticized um, yeah yeah and so I think it's cool that you can like really take in your like hone in on this stuff and kind of flip it and make it work for yourself but yeah <laughs> I'm trying to yeah right and the entertainment industry in general is um. Like, you can keep busting your ass and doing everything that you need to do, but it's also kind of audience-dependent also. So it's easy to get discouraged um, if things don't happen when you want them to or when you think it's supposed to or, you know, um, or if you, like, end up being one of those people that compare yourself to others, which is kind of hard not to be, you know? Um, So to to keep getting there or, like, to keep this pursuit to get there, yeah, keep pushing forward and then seeing like yeah no i can do this you know like mm-hmm. yeah it's, hard. it's yeah. easy to quit like this kind of thing is what i'm trying to say absolutely <laughs> and you're not, i think i awesome. mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i want to quit every single day like, that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of what i say all the time like mm-hmm. to anyone who asks that mm-hmm. i i think i quit every day mm-hmm. even at this point and um yeah as artists we all want to as an artist like if you say oh i don't care what people think and blah blah blah, blah like to me that's bullshit like mm-hmm. that's not yeah. true because like as an artist you you're putting something out there be- primarily because you want people to see it, you know, mm-hmm. because you want some sort of some sort of a recognition for mm-hmm. that. So even for the most, like, re- you know, rebellious and, like, you know, iconoclastic and, like, type of person that just wants to, sh- you know, shy away from everything and be, you know, pretend that they're higher above it all, I just don't, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're all trying to, mm-hmm. we're all trying to please somebody in some way. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really difficult. I, like I said, I, I quit every single day and, uh, I've hated it mm-hmm. and, um, you get discouraged all the time and I feel that's very much my journey mm-hmm. and, uh, I think I've kind of mastered it though, not mastered it, like it still hits me all the time, but I've sort of internalized the fact that it's a gamble, um, mm-hmm. and it's a gamble that I took, that I chose mm-hmm. to take and if people like it, then cool, I'll never, you know, like if people like it and I blow up in some sense, you know, like I, I get a big following or whatever, um, then I won't ever have to change who I am. I'll just be me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I don't, then that's fine. It was a gamble. I made it. I'm not bitter about it anymore. Okay. I, you know, I definitely used to be like, why don't people listen to me and all mm-hmm. this sort of stuff? But it doesn't, you know, that this is a gamble that I decided to take. Well, if, 
if anything, I ho I think that right now you're in a sweet spot, and maybe this isn't true, and I probably don't know what I'm talking about, but it seems that we're in a sweet spot right now because the things that you you write about or you're or you're rapping about, it's like your truths, like our our like as a generation right now, there are a lot of them are like our truths, and I think that's a a big deal. Like you talk about doing your own thing and like breaking away from this like model minority thing, you know, and like having aunties yeah. talk shit about you behind your back, but like. That's what a lot of people are going through right now, and I think the things that you're talking about, um, the our our generation mm -hmm. and our community is craving that at the moment, and they need yeah. that outlet. So I think like it's just about those people finding you and like you guys coming together because they're like when we started listening to it, I was like, mm -hmm. this is this is exactly what we need mm -hmm. right now. Like <laughs> it, this this is the stuff that speaks to us because you know you're telling our story then. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I appreciate that. That's exactly all I, that's all I wanted to do from the beginning. I was like, I just don't think that we have a voice that speaks for us. And mm -hmm. I think um, I, I would love to fill that vacuum if I could. Like, I'm not trying to get, like, riches and fame. I'd love to be able to, you know, sustain myself off of this, which <laughs> right. I absolutely cannot do <laughs> right now. But, uh, that you know, that would be the goal. And to be able to say things that I think, we have no representation. Like, I thoroughly believe we really don't. Even yeah. the people that do kind of make it into the, quote, mainstream or reverence stuff, I really just don't think they represent us either. Because And, I, and I'm not faulting them for it, right. but, like, mm -hmm. because they've reached a position that not a lot of people have. And, mm -hmm. they're and you know, it's precarious. Like, in the entertainment business, there's no rules and regulations per se, right? So, like, one day you can have it, and one day you totally cannot, mm -hmm. you know? Or you can yeah. say the wrong thing and be out. And so... I get it. If they don't want to make a stand about stuff or they don't want to, like, shed some light on things, I sort of get it. I'm not going to say I, like, super appreciate that, but I yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like I come in. Like, I, I'm taking a an art form that was meant for that, you know, that was mm -hmm. meant to shed light on unfair things. That was meant, that kind of came out of aggression. You know yeah, what I mean? Never made it back home. See, we put it all on the line. Yeah, we did it all on our own. And uh, it's something that um, I'm sorry I'm talking so much. We no, are. this is it's an interview. Yeah. This is. <laughs> it's, um, it's um, it's because uh, I I can just like try and I can go in all different places by accident. Um, Do it. <laughs> no, I think it's something that again, uh, like with that whole model minority thing and and whatnot. We as Indians, we are we're kind of made out to be like really timid and we keep our head to, heads mm -hmm. down and we work hard and like our parents beat that into us like that's literal and figurative and um <laughs> and like after a while i think that has happened to us so much over you know however many generations that have been here that we kind of feed into that that bullshit too that mm -hmm. we are a quiet meek timid group of people we just do our business you know we don't um go into the entertainment field we don't speak out we don't mm -hmm. do things like that mm -hmm. and i think that is really damaging for us and um so that's kind of why i do this and why i you know people have told me forever a turn your back on indians and you'll get further and b change your you know messaging yeah. and your mm -hmm. themes and oh, wow. you know maybe do something more mainstream so that people will like it and it's just again it's my gamble you know like i chose that I think there might be people out there who feel under undervalued, underrepresented, and hopefully they'll find me mm -hmm. yeah, doing what I'm doing. And if you give in to what everyone else is doing, you become a dime a dozen. What sets you apart I, at this point, right? You know, like the, yeah, exactly. You have exactly. a foundation to stand upon with this. 
Yeah, I think we learned that from since we're little. I mean, we learn so many things from since we're from since we're young, and we like we grow up and just either forget them or we don't take them to heart. And that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen it. You can name pretty much everyone that's ever made it has done something different in order to do that. Exactly. So why would I want to blend in? Because that's literally not what we see. Right. <laughs> like we yeah. we literally yeah. see the opposite. We've never seen somebody who just did the same old shit. Like yeah, they get on for like a little bit but then ultimately you can't sustain a career doing the same thing everyone else does Mm -hmm. so you have to like you have to be different and and that and that's again that's your gamble that's that's what it is like Mm -hmm. if you can maybe it's not meant for me you know what i mean like and and that's it i have to be able to be real about that be practical handle that but if it is meant for me then wow that would be such a powerful platform Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and you don't know until you work towards something that's you're, you're going to yeah. have to work towards anything, so why not be it something that you're passionate about? Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, um, I know we went off on a bit of a tangent, but <laughs> going back to, like, when you were a kid, when did you start really getting into music and, like, realizing that you had a knack for this? Um, I don't know, I feel like when people have asked me, I've always said, like, sixth grade, and I think that might be true. Um <laughs> I, I, I think, like, uh, fourth grade's a little too early. I think I was still, like, crying in class or something. But <laughs> in uh, in sixth grade, yeah, I think so. I think, like, you know, I just started writing in, in sixth grade. Oh, wow. um, there was a combination of just, like, goading from my cousins and um, me first hearing, um, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, rap music, hip-hop music. That was around that time. So um, I just started writing, you know, and I was, like, I guess I can say if there's one thing like I don't you know I don't like to like big up myself all the time but if there's one thing I can say like from the jump I was able to be on beat always oh okay um you know what I mean so that was like to me that meant something to me because anytime you know later on in in like this process when I started hearing other people and sometimes other Indian people for real who tried to rap um they couldn't do it they just not on beat Mm -hmm. you know what I mean they just they're always offbeat and it used to just embarrass me so I was always like happy that um from the start when I was writing on a piece of paper there was a beat to it you know how like Um, when there's like a performance at like an Indian function and then all the aunties and uncles start uh, start clapping but everyone is like clapping at different times and you're like what the fuck is happening like (laughs) yeah like some people used to rap like that like the rap equivalent of that (laughs) and I would be like why are these guys why is anyone listening to this what the hell is going on but you know that's neither here nor there but like um yes I started in like sixth grade just writing uh I uh my cousins had always referred my cousins are the ones who introduced me to rap music the first song you know I ever heard was Tupac's Hit Em Up and that's like that's like a really jarring, jarring song yeah. for somebody to hear initially as like your first foray into rap. Mm-hmm. So I heard that. Um, it stuck with me, you know, just just um, the emotion of it. I won't say like any lyrics really stuck with me or anything like that. But I knew that I was like, wow, this guy's talking about like freaking killing people and bombing people and all sorts of stuff. He's really mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, cool. And then I heard DMX. <laughs> <laughs> I heard DMX's first album. And uh that was, you know, again, another guy that's known for, like, not necessarily the most, like, witty wordplay, but, like, his conviction is something that mm-hmm. appealed to me. You know, just that this yeah. man, I believe it. I believe every word he's saying. Right. Um, so I heard that. Um, you fuse that with the fact that, like, all I was pretty much allowed to watch when I was younger was Bollywood music. I mean, Bollywood movies. Yeah. And uh, I had the idea that, like, hey, you know, if I want to set myself apart or... Not even set myself apart. I thought it was fucking normal. Sorry, I thought it was normal 
Oh, you can curse. You're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it, it just emphasis on, like, I thought it was fucking normal for people to write songs to girls that they liked. That's just what mm-hmm. I thought, because oh. Bollywood is all I ever saw. Right, yeah. yeah. And so, like, a combination of that with, like, DMX, Tupac, which, like, you know, whatever, like, that's what, you know, and my cousins just, once they had me listen to rap music for some reason, and I've never gotten to the bottom of this, they always said, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's Kanal, he's the one who raps to everybody. That's how they'd introduce me to people. Oh. And I, I'd never done that. I'd never rapped in public. I've mm-hmm. never done I just used to write things here and there. And uh, so a combination of all that together, like Bollywood, um, listening to rap for the first time, and my cousins just goading me all the time into being like, he's the one who raps, he's the one who raps, mm-hmm. got me started. You know, that's, that's it. Is that something that, like, you really started to, like, to be identified as? Like, when people are like, oh, he's the kid that raps. No, it wasn't even anything I liked because I thought I was shit. Like, I oh. thought, like, I, I was like, I don't even do this. Like, I don't know why you're telling people I rap because I don't, mm-hmm. you know? And then mm-hmm. quite clearly when you tell them, you know, he raps, they're going to ask me to rap. And right. then I'm going to sit there like a dunce cap and not know what to do. <laughs> right. And so I wasn't, I, you know, I wasn't, I was, I was neither here nor there. Like, I'm kind of, like. I wasn't, like, mad. I never, again, I don't even know the explanation for it. I never even asked him, why did you say that? You know, why do you do that? I didn't get mad at them or nothing. I'd just be like, yeah, I guess I rap, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then try and deflect and be like, nah, I can't, you know, do anything right now because I don't have anything. Right. Um, yeah, so that, you know, that was it. And so I tried, I think I started because I was trying to impress girls. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know? Did it work? Uh, never. Not well, ever. it impressed us, so at least <laughs> yeah. you can say that in your mid to late 20s it worked. Yeah, 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 it definitely, it definitely did not work, um, <laughs> but, you know, it became something that I, that I, uh, I liked, because I started mm-hmm. from writing, and then I thought, okay, I have to figure out how to, you know, record, you record this, like, yeah, um, I was like, the next level, obviously, if I record a song for a girl, she'll freaking love me. Yeah. And so that became the jump into a recording studio. Nice. And I, that's when I found what I liked. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. like, I, I loved being in the studio. And that's when I was like, oh, I can pretty much just write songs about anything I want. Yeah. Like, sure. That's I don't, awesome. you know. Yeah, exactly. And I guess I'm one of those people, like, I am very kind of introverted, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like, I want people to hear this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, even then, like, I was just like, yeah, I'll just write a song about, like, puppies and, like, cool, let's put that out. Like, it was never, like, <laughs> it was never, like, oh, no, this isn't going to identify and, like, oh, God, no one will hear it. I was just like, whatever, fuck it, let's do it. Right. You got to yeah. start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I feel like some of the best musicians are the ones that are introverts because they really are in it for the writing and telling their story. Um, and yeah. this is the way that they do it. That's their outlet. Instead of, like... I just want to make catchy tunes, which is also great. You can still be a great artist um, doing that because the actual music part is also cool. And if you're doing it yourself and not, you know, waiting for someone else's cue, that's also, you know, a different talent. But maybe just the ones that I um, listen to, whether it's rap or pop um, or indie rock, if I can look at the lyrics and it looks like a poem to me, like that's when I like it the most. Mm. And so that's why, like, when Shama and I were like, listening to your music we were like wait we actually have to look at these lyrics and we would look at them we're like yeah he's literally telling our story and that's how we knew that it was so true and so real that she was like <laughs> like he needs to be everywhere <laughs> you know like, Dude. You. That, yeah that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside yeah. real. <laughs> um, that's our point yeah that like you know anyone would think that of mm-hmm. my lyrics because that is what it is yeah that's what it is it started out of mm-hmm. poetry mm-hmm. um i try to think that that's 
I want them to stand without the music. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of today, everything is the beat and the beat yep. and the melody and everything. And yeah. I get it. It's all important. But like, right. mm-hmm. I think where we are, where we have nobody that really yep. does rap for us or anything musically, honestly, for us, mm-hmm. you have to you have to be so much better. than it. you. Can, it's kind of like the Eminem thing. Like, you have to be head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, in order to kind of put on for everybody and the way he can do that besides like his like you know his his flow and every you know all that sort of stuff is he writes amazing material Mm -hmm. you know and so that's what i aspire to like that it just it's like poetry it's like beautiful and it's true Mm -hmm. you know so yeah that's me but i do i do agree with you that um you know i think introverts make up a lot of the really genuine artists Mm -hmm. out there um especially nowadays i mean every you know whatever i can't i can't claim who's genuine or not but (laughs) um but uh yeah especially nowadays because i think everyone knows the formula is like you have to kind of gas yourself like you have to be you have to overcompensate in order for people to notice you and then if your music is good enough it gets out what that and you know what that ends up doing is you just have a lot of people who kind of are arrogant before they even have anything to be arrogant about. Oh, interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? At least to me, that's what I feel like. It just, at one point, that may have worked, but at this point in time, I feel like, you know, where everyone wants to be seen and, like, mm-hmm. give me all the likes and all this sort of stuff, all that does to people is tell them, like, yeah, just, just fake it till you make it. Like, that's the rule, mm-hmm. and just keep doing that. So you get a bunch of people who are just really arrogant and may not have the musical chops to, to sustain that, and they just, they end up doing all sorts of other things just to get attention Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we're very much living in that time now where people just have so many antics besides their music or so many antics besides their art in order to get attention and i think that's i think that's why because it's just like fake it till you make it has Mm -hmm. just gone right off the rails right i think (laughs) that people are getting better at seeing like being able to tell what's genuine what's not though like people can tell they're being bullshit Bullshit? I, bullshit? I sure hope so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the... Yeah. Um, so I, I think that people are getting better at that and, like, being able to call people out. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, I guess who, who really knows at the same time? Yeah, exactly. And then we're in this, you know, when you do music, you're in that really uncomfortable place of, like, you're... I read this brilliant quote about it, and I forget it. That's how brilliant it is. Um, but it's, it's like it's super, it's super dope. And it, I think when I read it, it totally characterized me. It was just like you, you're kind of like you meet the best musicians are like those introverts who are afraid of the light, mm. um, because you know you have to sort of understand that like you don't want to be seen, but you have to in no order way. for your stuff to get out there. There's mm-hmm. just no other way around it. So. That's that a, meant a lot to me. Kind of Maybe I'll, if I find precedent. it, I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, please do. That seems like something really heavy to like carry your, the weight of at the same yeah. time. Especially for someone who's then an introvert, like, you know, who doesn't want that attention. And... They calling me a brand boy loves. Ha, when I'm done, they gon' love me for these motherfucking brand boy thoughts. Ha, why they hate? Because they bitch let the way that this brand boy talk. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's weird. And people will tell you, like, I, I know a lot of people. I have a lot of friends. Like, I, you know, or acquaintances. You know, like, I have a lot of acquaintances. I know a lot of people. But, like, that's mm-hmm. not... I Things give me anxiety, just like other people. Like, right. performing, performing gives me anxiety. Like, I have gotten... I get, like, huge headaches. I... I, when I'm writing something, like, I will throw it away 40,000 times because I think no one cares. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I have all those thoughts. All that happens. And so, like, I'm... I don't know that I need to convince anyone I'm an introvert, but, like, mm-hmm. I know that, like, I definitely, I'm not 
like a born performer or like a person who loves to be in the light. Like mm-hmm. I just, I'd prefer not. I'd prefer just to stay in the studio, just make some music, make an impact, and then that's that's cool. Like mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can go listen to some pop star or something, you know, that likes that. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> right. So how do you overcome that? Like how do you get past the the performance anxiety of it, or uh, or, any, or social anxiety, whatever it is? Yeah. Um, or uh, or have you not? Do you just deal with it? No, and- I don't. I, yeah, I don't think I have, but. Um, <laughs> But I think uh, it's a you know it's a cool thing to to sort of learn things about yourself I guess sometimes and so I do feel like you know when they say um, courage is being afraid and still doing it mm-hmm. right yeah that's I've kind of internalized that like I've done you know I came out at MetLife recently to like twenty thousand people um, I was performing on stage there and then I performed in Times Square a couple years ago and oh, like. Wow. I've never had like these, um, I've never had these small performances ever. It's always been like huge. It's always been like, come on, we need you to perform for like 20, 30,000 people. And I'm just like, guys, it's like, you know, it's rap and it's like, there's going to be a lot of fobs there probably. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get booed off stage and come on, I'll have these headaches and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And then I'm just like, you have to do it. And that's it. I literally just, I, I go out there and I do it. And that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, I guess maybe that's a practical thing. Like, I'm just like, well, you can't, like, cry. You can't, yeah. you know, you yeah. can't um, be like, no, because then how do you expect your music to get anywhere with you mm-hmm. just sitting in your room? Right. Um, so that just ends up being it. I think um, I'm very afraid, and I just go for it anyways. That's the only way around it, and I still haven't, I still haven't mastered it. You know, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that one day people will be like, come perform here, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm so psyched. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's but. a good thing that you get, you still have the nerves, and maybe that helps ground you in some form, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Or it's, maybe it I still mean? makes it exciting then. Yeah, yeah, it's still cool. I mean, it, it's really cool. I, I, I came out at the Hammerstein Ballroom as well, and that was really awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I I don't even know, you know what I mean? Like, I have my own thoughts on performing and and how Mm. much it adds to, um, how much it adds to your artistry and stuff, um, but, uh, we don't have to talk about that, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I, we've seen that you have collaborated with a couple other Desi artists, which is cool. What is the, um, at least with us, like, we've noticed that there's, there's kind of this community of people that all kind of think alike, and it's been cool to see that expand and, and, they're like all over the country it's crazy and you know outside the world, the, the world yeah yeah um do you guys have like that sort of community within like the brown kids on the come up in the music industry um honestly i'm not sure I'm, I'm not sure like there's definitely some new ones nowadays that like i don't i don't i've never like i've never communicated with them and i don't you know i don't know how their camaraderie might be or mm-hmm. anything like that mm-hmm. um as i was coming up and i guess in the maybe the generation, you know, quote, generation that I'm in, um, I reached out to everybody. That was that was kind of my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? These people are like me. They're not really, like, super popping. And even if they are, you know, we're all Indian people. They're going to want to help and, you know, support and things like that. So I reached out to everybody. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a person out there who's doing music right now that's like uh, – you know, a singer, rapper, producer, engineer, artist, anything that's Indian that could say, you know, Callie never reached out to me. Like, literally, oh, I can wow. say something like that because I have the emails. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, um, I won't lie, like, most of them were not receptive. I have maybe, mm-hmm. like, I maybe, like, two or three friends, I would say, in this whole thing because my thing has always been to put on Indian people. So, if you, 
if you really look at like the credits on my projects or the you know the, the thank yous and the liner notes and things like that most of the people who work on my projects are indian people um i want to get indian artists singers um i want to get uh Indian like mix engineers things like that and anytime I find somebody who does something like that I reach out because I'm like listen we need to sort of have this we need to sort of have this system and I want to support your work and I hope that you'll support mine um and I feel like that's how it should be I mean like I get that there's not a like you're not really responsible for doing that but but we should right like that surprises me that people aren't more receptive to that concept of just like the camaraderie of it like you don't have to like go out of their way to do anything, but just being like, yeah, I support you. I'm here for this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah, that's kind I of, I think crap. so. I think so too. And it's just something, like you said, you don't have to do it, but I chose to. Yeah. And, uh, it taught me a lot of things throughout mm-hmm. the way, like uh, that a lot of people, even though we're all Indian, like they're not going to support you. You right. know what I mean? And, and because it's very much like everyone's trying to be number one. Yeah. Um, it's a competition. Very competitive. Yeah. And like, they, you know, no one seems to realize that along with, to, to get a number one, you have to have a two, three, four, and five, right? Yeah. Like, you yeah. have to have something to compare to. No yeah. one gets that. They yeah. just seemingly, they don't seem to get that. So, mm-hmm. um, I do, I'd say I have, like, yeah, two or three people that I really can rely on that I know it goes above music mm-hmm. um, in the scene. And and that's really it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? I, I wish I could have done stuff with, with um more people i will say though like years later years after the fact they always come around yeah of that's, course. Um, you right. know and at that point i'm just like i don't need to do work anymore like that's you know yeah. time is kind of it, it kind of comes around where their time is fizzled and i'm still kind of here right of course you know so and then you know like who can you can do that with and who it's not gonna work with yeah yeah exactly exactly that, so but that's always been my thing yeah yeah that's 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 too bad like mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. you know i was actually we were pleasantly surprised to see how supportive the community is with writers and podcasters and yeah it's not really as competitive because mm-hmm. um it's not on the same playing field but you know we see other podcasters that are doing stuff like we are um and they're mm-hmm. great like we actually like we'll initiate conversation with them be like hey this is so cool like we're glad mm-hmm. that you're here you know we yeah. should even like collaborate one day and do crossover stuff and that, I think uh, I think it kind of plays into the idea of the you know of rap, like I said before, that it's kind of like an aggressive thing, or it started out yeah. of an aggressive thing, mm-hmm. and because of our timidity, that you know, or our meekness, that's kind of been like bred into us. I'm gonna say, yeah, um, they just people won't support because they're just like, oh, he's rapping. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. Like, I can totally understand that you guys would get more support as podcasters, as writers. Mm -hmm. I've said it, you know, since I've started that if I was, say, an R&B singer, I'd have, I'd be way further along than I am now. Oh, right, Because, because, like, we're allowed that. We totally support that. We support our Indian R&B singers. But do we support our Indian rappers? Not really, because I think there's some bias still there. Mm. Um, that hasn't completely been stamped out in my generation or mm. like any you know any other generation. That's like, okay, we can have this too. I don't think that's there. I don't think that exists. Yeah, it's really you, fucked up. Do you think people <laughs> yeah. think it's a joke? Like, I hope this yeah. cross the line. But if they're like, oh, I'm an I'm an Indian rapper. Like, you don't have to say like if you oh, like I'm a rapper. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, okay. like yeah. 
Absolutely. Or, like, and, think and, it's temporary, maybe, or, like, yeah, a phase. Yeah, people have done that. <laughs> people yeah. have done that. Yeah. And uh, people have also not done that, and I approach everything as if they have. So that's already been bred into me from the beginning. So you're just, oh. like, now you're just jaded from it. and I, I am. I'm absolutely apprehensive okay. all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really tell people, like, oh, I rap. If it, like, if it comes up, it comes up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of, like, you know, me not being as far along as I should be. Like, I don't really... You know, I'm not pushing it as hard as, like, say, a lot of other people are mm-hmm. because I'm very kind of apprehensive of things like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't want to do that. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely happened, and it's a lot of the reason why most of my projects are helmed by me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, it's just me. I've had to figure out how to produce and direct music videos, how to, at times, I've edited certain videos of mine. I've colored them, like... I've figured out photography, I've, you know, I've done all those things simply because when I asked somebody, they would be like, uh, are you serious? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And, uh, and that's from people who aren't Indian, and then from people who are Indian, yeah, I think I'm only now at a spot where people are, like, kind of a little bit more willing to give me leeway on the rap thing. Like, when they say mm-hmm. I'm a rapper, when they tell people I'm a rapper, there's a little bit of pride in that, and that's only, like now 10 years after the fact but early on when i started it was kind of like a it was kind of like a joke thing for yeah. sure like people people were just like oh okay cool and i think <laughs> maybe i've had to do like 10 12 years of of this in order to get just that little bit of leeway like okay this guy's not gonna actually stop so maybe oh, we shouldn't yeah. we shouldn't make fun of it because he's he's actually not he's still stopping going. that's <laughs> yeah he's still so yeah, exactly. fucking infuriating like when people don't mm-hmm. take you seriously and you're just like what do I have to do to like, like that's bo- that's bogus. Yeah. Yeah, and like you exactly. want to try to prove yourself, but it's like no, I don't like, want to prove myself. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. why would I have you to do have that? to do that? Right, right. Or even if I, you know, you know, like a lot of times though, I would prove myself with you know with my music, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they just want to make fun and not actually give it a chance. Right. So that's yeah. in, that's infuriating. Absolutely, yeah. it really is. And it's like a vicious cycle. I, yeah, and I and I wish I, I sounded angrier in my voice than I do, but I am very mm-hmm. angry about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of I think, I think it comes out of music. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more angry a lot of the times that, like, Indian people don't support it. Like, I don't care that right. outside people don't get it just yet, because mm-hmm. maybe they will, you know? But yeah. I firmly believe that you have to have your own crowd before you're able to kind of jump more into other crowds or mm-hmm. into the mainstream, per se. And i've just routinely been disappointed mm-hmm. by indian people i'm not gonna lie yeah no and we've talked about yeah. this a lot too where it's like we're already such a small community like yeah fine there's like a bunch of us but we're still such a small community um in no matter where you're from like in the midwest or jersey or vancouver or spain i don't know whatever spain. but um there are indian people in spain okay <laughs> <laughs> no but actually i've looked at the census before mm-hmm. like at least in the u.s because i was like I, I, I was trying to think of some sort of like data-driven way to tell people at labels that, like, hey, you need to pay attention to the Indian oh. population. Oh, my God, we're um, overlooked in everything. Like, yeah. we are the highest, like, we make the most income, like, household income of any other yeah. community. But yeah. there's still white absolutely. people in ads for, like, scarves. Like, what? <laughs> that no, absolutely. I, I, I definitely, that's that's really funny, because I can, I can share, like, a PowerPoint or something that I made with, you know, with you guys, so you can take a look that, like, we, me and a friend of mine, we, um, we, he's like a really data-driven uh, analytics type guy. Oh so I said to him, like, you know, and he's a white guy. And I said to him, I was like, listen, man, like Indian people are really 
affluent. They have the money to spend. Mm-hmm. And when somebody gets put up on a pedestal, I'm not going to lie, they're dick riders. Like, they'll just, yeah. they'll just follow yeah. because they're like, hey, it's one of us. They want something, you know? Yeah, so right. well, how is this possible that we don't have more representation? And mm-hmm. I'm talking just in the arts field, the mm-hmm. entertainment field. So he combed through the census. And uh, I don't want to, like, misrepresent the data right now. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we are... We are one of like the richest population. Mm-hmm. We're also one of the we're also one of the most highly educated yeah. mm-hmm. population. But then when you look at us in terms of this is where we kind of came to our like stance. So when you look at us in terms of our population, just in like um, compared to other populations of other you know other immigrants or just like white people in America, mm-hmm. it's not it's not anywhere near Mm -hmm. the largest and it's not growing enough i guess like it's growing it's definitely growing but it's not to us it looks like we see indian people all over the place right right but if you look at the numbers it's not growing quite enough for them to be like yeah we should put money into this oh yeah Mm -hmm. right like it's like a maybe like a under like a one percent growth or -hmm. something every year that it's kind of like it's slowly growing but what's what's crazy again is that no even though we're growing at like under 1%, more than like 40% of us have higher education degrees as mm-hmm. opposed to the regular U.S. American population, which I think is something like 20% or 10%. No, not 20%, like 10% or something. Mm-hmm. And we earn like our average, our average, uh, I think our median income is double the average median, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the median income for the regular U.S. population. So it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, all that info is there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to send but, that to us. I'd be interested in, like, seeing yeah. um, that information. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. We, you know, we made some, like, really cool pie charts and, like, bar, bar graphs <laughs> and things. And uh, still trying to figure it out because it's absolutely just something that that's the way you're going to get to people nowadays mm-hmm. through the data, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to figure out how to do that for some time. I for, totally forget what the question was, but like that, <laughs> I got, I got excited over that for a right. second. No, I'm, I'm glad that you like shared that, but mm-hmm. I really do think that, that our community, I don't know, maybe it's just like you know a lot of assholes, but like <laughs> there is this, I, there's a need for this conversation. And I think it's just a matter of like, you finding your audience and your audience finding your music like you guys are just like i don't know in an abyss somewhere right now you just have to find each right. other <laughs> i've been trying I, you know <laughs> yeah. i've been trying i've been trying and I, yeah. and I you know and i was told like early on that you can either do one thing or do the other like you can make the music or you can market it or you can right. you know make the music it's hard to do everything else i mean it's hard to do everything all together so i guess maybe that's like my um maybe that's my mistake or something but like i've just concentrated on the music i make the music mm-hmm. and hopefully i wish that someone would come along and like help me market it or get it to the right people mm-hmm. um but it's just been me so okay, well, just trudging along if you know? someone is listening that's into this and um maybe we'll have them we'll, we'll get you guys in touch <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah yeah i'm always i'm always open to talk cool um, but yeah, what I was trying to get at oh. was, um, like, our community is so small. It's like, why do we consistently try to divide ourselves um, instead of uniting ourselves, you know? Like, we should yeah. be on each other's side, you know? Um, yeah. And it makes no sense for us not to be that way. Like, we all, all of our parents, or at least grandparents, came from a different country, and they came here trying to make it so that we can make it, you know, we're all, we all have like similar struggles and we all have that. And we're still like, nope, I'm better than you, or mm-hmm. you're not going to make it, but I am like, why, why is that? And yeah. it just drives us crazy. And we keep having these conversations 
um, on episodes and behind the scenes. Um, and it just it doesn't make any sense that we can't just lift each other up because just because one person is succeeding does not mean everyone else is failing. Yes, that is the right. biggest thing mm-hmm. people forget. Yeah. That's very because, true. That's very true. Yeah, there's no there's no rule that says that both people can't succeed right. or all people can't succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a the world's a big place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there's no rule that we can't have it too. Yeah, right. that's, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's that's really true. But we stand in our own way a lot of times, and I think mm-hmm. that's definitely part of that you know meekness that that timidity sort of thing that we just you know we've been telling ourselves that we're you know hard work gets you ahead for so long and um it does in a sense but also like the paradigm kind of has shifted you know and it shifted a long time ago too that like it's not just hard work that gets you on nowadays you know what i mean like you need you need the support you need luck you need there's so many intangible things that go into like you can i mean you could be like that you know you could be like that Indian engineer that just keeps his head down and just, you know, hopes to become the head of NASA one day. And mm-hmm. it probably won't happen because you're sitting behind a desk all day. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, there's other things nowadays that matter. And we are not able to pivot as, I guess, a culture um, mm-hmm. or as a generation. We've not, we, I think we've not been able to pivot as a culture for a really long time. Mm-hmm. We've just been really stuck in the, you know, just work hard and, and you'll make it, you know, yeah. and making it to us is like, making sure you have a steady salary yes. right yeah right and mm-hmm. and that's it even though like and i've told my dad this before too you know i'm just like I, you did really well for yourself and all this sort of stuff but mm-hmm. you have a boss right right like mm-hmm. and that's something we've never i don't think we've taught in our culture a lot that like no you can do it for yourself too you know success a lot success is also breaking off from the uh breaking off from the well-trodden path and mm-hmm. making something of yourself. You know, you guys, I, for everybody who says there's such a success story that's Indian and all this sort of stuff and are doctors and, like, engineers and all this sort of stuff, like, you have a boss. You can be fired the very next day. Yeah. Right? Like, that's not success to me. No, and like, success did... is fleeting. It's never an, a be-all, end-all stop that you make. Exactly, exactly. I think for us, it is, like, a, it is a just, this is what you do. You get six figures, mm-hmm. and then you get married. And then you have a family and that's it. You don't try to change. You don't try to change anything else. Mm -hmm. We, you know, you do it exactly the way we said. And because we kind of are meek and stuff, we take that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of in us. So, and there's some of us that don't. And I'm, I'm, I'm meek at times too. So like, you know, hopefully, so, you know, somebody listening to this will be like, he, you know, he's an idiot. He's quiet all the time. Like, what's he talking about? But like, (laughs) when, you know, when it comes to stuff like this, like. No, you, you know, there's some of us who really try and do something different. Like give a hand to this young man. Turn what you call a dumb plan into something other than uh, Wishing and wondering Give a damn if you understand What I've been through, where I come from I ain't run none, never Say it can't be done, I know better You wanna be known, I wanna be remembered I'm coming for the throne, I won't settle for no less I never sweater, cool to the last letter Yeah, and that's not to say like If, if people want a family and that's You know, they wanna be married at 24 And have children before 30 Like, that's cool if that's your jam But Totally cool, yeah It has People have to recognize that they're Success is not like a one-way street, and it's not the same for everybody. And that right, yeah, like if you're gonna be like a doctor really or something, like yeah. I, I don't know many Indians that like you know have published papers, 
right. you know, or things like that. That's cool to me. That's different. That's mm-hmm. a different type of success to me that you didn't just like follow your path. You tried to do something. You deviated a little bit and tried to affect, you know, the world or culture, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. That's what you tried to do. So like, yeah, totally be a doctor, be an engineer, be a lawyer, be whatever. But then try and take it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's my big hang up. That's mm-hmm. what I wish that we would do more. What, um, this is kind of switching gears, what do your parents think about you uh, pursuing music? Um, they're okay with it now. They're okay with it now. They don't necessarily get it because I'm not, you know, obviously earning, like, boatloads of cash right now from mm-hmm. it. But they have, like, you know, the some of the work that I've recently done, which has kind of made it out there in, like, Bollywood films and things like that. They're, of course, really happy with that. They're really proud of that. And they've seen, like, what it's... um you know, that I'm, like, very serious about it. Obviously, yeah. I could have told them from when I was younger, and I did, that I was serious <laughs> about it. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, they could have supported from when I was younger, and they didn't, but that also turned me into kind of what I am now. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, like, I kind of... It's like sometimes I, I hate them for it, and sometimes I love them for it. Right. Yeah. Um, but they definitely were not supportive when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing everything, you know, myself, financing everything myself. It put me in a lot of, like, precarious positions over the years. And now that I've gotten a little bit of something, like, they're, you know, they've come around. Mm-hmm. They've come around to it. I don't know that they'd be like, yeah, 100%, full steam ahead, do this, and, you know, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, but yeah, they're, def- they're, definitely, they're definitely cool with it. Like, they're proud to tell people now oh, that I nice. make music. That's Before, nice. they used to be like, so-and-so auntie, you know, said you're a singer. And they'd say it, like, they just put so much judgment in their yeah. voice. Yeah. But uh, now they, they, you know, they'll tell people. They tell, like, my mom gives people my website address and really? stuff work and nice. things yeah nice. so it's cool it's a different cha- you know it's a change and sometimes it does take just time for our parents to to be okay with it like i've always said that my defiance has like driven the willpower out of my parents to fight <laughs> me anymore so sometimes like that's just what it takes yeah yeah no no that's true and that's why i don't like you know i don't hate them too much for it i get you know they came from something totally different mm-hmm. like they they used to like take dumps and holes in the ground and stuff. Like they came from a whole <laughs> yeah, different place. Literally, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, like like they used to come from from a place all different from ours, and they yeah. just want the best for us. And so, if it takes some time, cool. You know, yeah. what I mean, I'm just glad that they were able to come around. You know, because yeah. a lot of people don't. Like a lot of parents are very much just stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I know you. We were talking before a little bit, but you have a new project coming out. You want to yes. talk about that? Yeah, sure. Um, that's funny because it definitely it definitely uh, jumps right off of what I was saying uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. It's called antisocial, huh. and, <laughs> and it's a small <laughs> story of our It's just a it's just a small project. It's like a small like three tracks. So it's not like uh, it's me, China. Most of my projects before were like ten ten tracks or mm-hmm. so, something like that. And I'm trying to understand that the audience's attention span is shifted nowadays you know so you kind of have to give them something like that they can digest very quickly so it's just three tracks um but it's a very cohesive project um called Mm -hmm. antisocial it's it's basically about like a particular frame of mind that i was in and that i i kind of am in when it comes to music which is just that like i you know i really have been doing this for more than 10 years i reached out to all you assholes and you never (laughs) wanted to work with me yeah and you we could have been a lot further along had you people seen what was in front of you and Mm -hmm. now you guys are like 
you know, whatever, no one remembers your name, and I'm still here trying to do this and put on. Yeah. You know, and what it does is, it, you know, when you do something like this, it makes you antisocial. Like, if you're not, if you're not loved right off the bat, if you really have to fight for it, and I prefer this, this is fine, you know, that I had to, like, that I still am, like, fighting for it, but if you're not loved right off the bat, if you don't get the support right off the bat, it can turn you bitter, and it can turn you away mm -hmm. from better things, too, you know, so, like, with this project, it's just me, you know, and um, I didn't really reach out to people to get on it. Like, I may have, like, one or two people, but for the most part, like, this is this is just this is just what I do now. Like, I make music. I make it by myself. I try and get – I don't really try and get anyone involved, honestly, anymore. Like, I'm not trying to have guest rappers or guest singers or anything like that. Like, mm -hmm. I just – this is it. This is going to be me from uh, from here on out. Like, and hopefully, you know, people will catch up. But either way, it's changed me. You know, as an artist, as a person, that I don't. You know, I used to humbly reach out to a lot of people, and now I don't care to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's what this project is about. I think that's great. I think that your honesty about it and like that's just like uh, refreshing. You know, mm -hmm. um, I appreciate that. So it's good to see that, like, despite these things like you're still pushing forward and you're like doing the shit that matters to you and like that that's fucking cool so yeah. i'm excited for this to come uh, out thanks yeah i hope people like it it's it's three tracks that like it's taken me longer to make than like some of my 10 track projects oh, oh really yeah so that that was the really interesting thing about it like if you heard where the tracks started and how they ended like it was just you know, rough sketches of ideas, me, like, just over a drum pattern. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's how it started, kind of. And then what it turned into, which is just, like, sonically really different, you know, and really different oh, okay. for me, too. Like, this isn't stuff I would normally normally rap over or normally pick or things, but that's because we kind of... I laid down the ideas. You know, I came through with the concepts. I laid down the ideas to very, like, sparse production. And then I sort of... We sort of just... um we tweaked it like and we just started building production around what i had done which is not how i normally work okay. and um and that ended up just becoming something really really trippy you know and and, re and really weird and i hope that That's you know, awesome. you know what we I mean? love like, trippy and weird <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and like you write it one way and then it comes out a whole other way because yeah. that music wasn't there when i was writing you know so yeah. that's like but it's still all really cohesive um everything blends into each other and like i'm i'm really proud of it yeah i'm really i'm really proud of the project and i hope people will i hope people will like it you know it's three tracks it's like it'll take you all of nine minutes please listen <laughs> to it you know what i mean yeah no that's awesome yeah we're, we're here happy for, for you we're yeah. excited you have to keep us posted uh, on when that comes out yeah absolutely absolutely yeah definitely will cool awesome. okay so this is the part of the show where we play that game that you're so excited to play we know oh it. great <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 definitely all right, awesome. So it's a little this or that type game that we have so mm -hmm. brilliantly named this or that. Surprise. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. All yeah. right, so we got five rapid-fire questions for you. We're going to go back and forth. Don't get confused with our voices. Um, you do have to okay. answer. You cannot say neither or both. And here we okay. go. All right, sure. Roller coasters or water slides? Water slides. Fireworks or rainbows? Fireworks. Lava lamps or Sharpie pens? Sharpie pen Lava lamps. Oh, okay. Ooh, right. Right. Turn. Sorry. <laughs> Some of them don't make sense. None of them make sense. <laughs> Doorknobs. Hear me out. Doorknobs. Yeah. Or ketchup. 
Oh, um, doorknobs. Very useful. Good. Good choice. Good choice. Very right. useful. Correct answer. Uh, and the last one is umbrella, singular umbrella, or Frankenstein. Uh, umbrella. Yeah. Also practical. Good for you. Yeah. Yes. yeah you're a yeah, man of umbrella. logic. I can appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought of one like in my head and I was like that seems like a cool thing and so that's it umbrella oh cool <laughs> that's how that decision was made perfect I'm we're so glad we could do yes. this finally this was so much fun um, and it's pretty cool to actually hear your speaking voice. And <laughs> yeah, we were so, like, yeah. Awesome. right before we called you, we were like, wait, what everybody sounds like. Like, we've heard, like, you rap and stuff, right. but I was like, people, oh. Yeah, people do that, and I think sometimes yeah. that's that's also funny to them, and it works against me, because they're mm. like, why do you sound like that, but then you rap like that? And yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. sound Honestly, so I have, normal. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no, uh... I don't know what, like, people expect you to sound right, like. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I wonder that, too. I'm like, well, what do you, you know, you expect me to growl all the time? It is weird, though. Like, it's, it's like, I could totally see how someone would think, oh, he changes his voice when he raps. And oh, it's like, right. I, I'm not on purpose. You know, that's right, not what right. I, yeah. that's not what I do. Like, I'm mm-hmm. totally just, I'm rapping, and it comes out more gravelly and, like, more aggressive. And yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know. fair. But when I'm talking, I'm like, I'm just talking. I don't need to bark at somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> no, um, I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on. And thank you so much for pro- providing your music for months. Uh, I don't know. Has it been a year? Probably. I don't actually know. I think, Maybe. Yeah, definitely a couple months, I think. So yeah. I definitely thank you guys for using it yeah. and stuff. You no, know, we so love it. Of course. It adds, like, a different that. layer, like, to our episode. So we love it. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. So where can people, we will put links to everything in the description of the podcast as well, but um, just in case people are driving and can't listen uh, or write it down, Uh where can people find you on the internet? So if you just go to like, uh, you know, I rap under the name Callie, K-A-L-Y, and if you just go to CallieMusic.com and you sort of know how to use the internet and aren't (laughs) a fucking moron, you can find everything right there. It's it's Perfect. all right there, Perfect. you know, because and I only say that because some people like I don't know why you have to spell it out like every single address for right, everyone and like yeah. like just just you know calm down for one second, look at the page and you'll see familiar symbols and right, things, yeah. you know. <laughs> so like just calimusic.com and you'll find everything. You'll be able to get to my YouTube, my music, Perfect. all that sort of stuff. If, if I think if you just search Cali in Google, mm-hmm. something will pop up. K A L Y. You know, my YouTube is probably the first thing that pops up. I think. Perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come back anytime and um, keep us posted on all the cool things that are happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. Thank you guys again. Yeah. We hope you liked today's episode. Please help us spread the word in our movement to open these conversations that are needed in our community. Like us on Facebook at Chai Tea Party Show. Follow us on Instagram at Chai Tea Party. And on Twitter at Chai Tea Show. Email us with comments, conversation topics, compliments, or concerns at Chai Tea Party Show at gmail.com. If you like doorknobs, this episode's music, or defined Indian women, make sure you subscribe and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. And share this with someone you like. Or don't like. Someone who thinks Indian kids can't rap. Someone who thinks Indian kids don't fucking swear. Or someone who believes we can do anything because we're fucking people too. Are we fucking people? I'm not right now. I'm not either. (laughs) Cheers! Boom goes the done. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm your hand. Yeah, Cali, man. This ain't always a right journey. Oh, yeah, I don't know where we at, man. I don't know where she at.
Thanks for listening. Perfect. Thank you so, so much. So awkward, but that works. I know. I know. We every time we ask people to do that, they're like, yeah, oh. it is really awkward. Yeah.